0: Howdy, and This is Jim Heath, a.k.a. the Reverend, Orton Heath. You're listening to Chance, the baddest of the bad. Hey, this is the Punk Journalism Podcast. My name is Chance, and today I'm joined by my friends Eli and Nick. And today we're going to be talking about nationalism versus patriotism. Uh, before we get to that, I just want to remind you where you can find all of our content on punk-journalism.com. Uh, you can find all the videos and blogs I've been posting. As well as Facebook.com slash punk journalism to stay up to date with what's gonna be coming down the pike. Twitter.com slash punk journalism. And uh, I'm gonna be getting every all the MP3s eventually loaded up to SoundCloud and iTunes and all that as well. So yeah, um, you guys don't even you haven't even met yet. Nope. This is Hi Nick, I'm Eli. <laughs> hey
1: Eli, I'm Nick. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah.
0: I go way back with both these guys though. So I think we're gonna have a great conversation, dynamic and robust. <laughs> yeah
1: so first but, things first uh chance what's that green thing in the corner
0: so
2: bring bring it up so people can see it this hold it and say the this oath. is
0: this is Eli, or this is nick's declaration that he is not one of us Eli. <laughs> <laughs> in brightest day in blackest night no evil shall escape my sight let those who worship what is it let worship those who worship evils, evil's might. might beware, beware my, my power, power. Green,
1: green lanterns, lanterns light. light do you have a ring with it too yeah you oh put, my goodness. You active
0: this is the stupidest two hundred bucks I ever spent in my you life. You know,
2: like and I'm that kind of nerd where I have an old school farm lantern from like nineteen forties style. And we spray painted that thing green.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Did it cost you two hundred bucks?
2: No, it was an heirloom. My I, I think my father was fairly disappointed when he walked that in. That might it be like, worse what then happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, this is ridiculous. Like I still I'm just I look at it sometimes like what the fuck? So, but I, I don't I don't really have that many regrets though. Because it's, I think it's. This is actually um, made out of meteorite. Right. No, it's. Um, <laughs> it's a uh,
2: it's a declaration of your nerddom.
0: It's um no what is it though? It's like it's fiberglass. Oh, is it Girl. really? Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty proud it's of that. But it's not just like plastic. It is. It's very stout. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Can't so. See
2: Jordan carrying one of those around. Anyway.
0: Yeah. So that's what that is, Nick. Okay. Are you glad you asked?
1: I'm very glad I asked, yeah. <laughs> it was so, concerning.
0: So the reason I wanted to get into this, we touched on it when Eli and I talked about the Colin Kaepernick controversy, and I ta- I kind of threw out this idea that this is a nationalistic sort of debate and, and how that I see nationalism being detrimental and it being more and more prominent today and— I don't think that it's necessarily a good thing, and Eli and I very briefly debated about that, and we just scratched the surface, and I don't think that we got a chance to really get into each other's perspectives to to understand we were, where we were coming from completely, and that is a discussion that deserves it's it's an entire podcast episode all uh, on its own. So I really wanted to come back and explore that, and. What Eli, I would really like to ask you, first of all, what, in your opinion, is the difference between patriotism and, and nationalism? Because I think, in my mind, I, I really think that you were thinking of patriotism and you were saying nationalism. But
2: I, I may have in the context I used it. Um, I can't remember specifically. Okay. But, I mean, I... I'm just trying to think back to the conversation. Uh, so what I'm saying is that here's how i view we'll, we'll just start with the core of the question here's how i view patriotism and nationalism they they're not the same thing i believe nationalism is a love of one's country is is believing that your country is the best country that's what i believe nationalism is i believe patriotism is an act in that you patriotism an act that you do or a mindset that you have that embodies your country so with America, because we are a free country, that can be... Remember how you were talking about, you know, what is patriotism, what is patriotism? It can be anything, and it really is in the eyes of the individual who's doing that act because they feel that they should and they feel what it's, that it's right.
0: Okay. So, and that's that's where I take issue with, with what we were, like I said, going, what we were discussing initially because I don't... I think that when you say nationalism is an individual believing that their country is the best all the time. I think that that's flawed in a way, because I do see it sort of contributing to an isolation that we ex- are currently experiencing a great deal now. And it's it's sort of an unquestioning, unquestioningly um, loyalty to a country. And I, when I say that, what I mean is not not questioning the ethics of what your country is currently engaged in and it's almost as if
2: it's like blind following yeah blind it's loyalty. it's very
0: much like blind loyalty and it's like i see what i see patriotism as contrary to that is you know did your parents ever tell you guys you know i i love you but i don't really like you very much right now <laughs> did your parents ever like tell my you mom
2: that has told me that once or twice yeah maybe
0: that's what I see patriotism as like you can always love your country and appreciate it and 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 know that it is a great place, but you can also uh, you can also acknowledge that it's very flawed and that you can point out the, the the things that you see wrong in the country at that point the hypocrisies that are taking place without feeling like you're still losing love for that country
2: I think that's nationalistic okay uh, um, really mm-hmm. quick so a problem, which may even be a topic for another podcast, is I feel that we we mince words. We don't have definitions of words, and a lot of people, if you're watching, you know, mainstream news or, or big money news, they're all arguing, and sometimes they're arguing the same thing, but they're using different words. So I, what I'm saying is, what I would do is, can you look up yeah, the definition definitely. of nationalism I'm from Merriam-Webster's right and let's let's read it and look at it and interpret what this means to us. Right.
0: In the meantime, Nick, what is what does nationalism mean to you?
1: Um, <clears throat> I think nationalism to me would be without looking at a definition, just kind of be, uh, in, inherently believing that your country is the best country. Um, whereas patriotism would maybe maybe be um, like Eli was saying a mindset or behavior that you're taking because you believe you are you're bettering the country. Okay. So it's almost like um, patriotism. Being patriotic is more of like a uh, an action, more of like a verb, whereas being a nationalist be more of like an adjective, maybe.
0: Yeah. Where do you stand on that? Like, are you? Do you think nationalism is a good thing, or do you see it as detrimental? Um, I
1: don't think it's a very good thing. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. I would need more context because it's probably very specific to each. Instance Different scenarios. Different scenarios. Okay. Yeah,
0: and we'll get into different examples of, of how that could be. But
1: I, right off the bat, I think of nationalism. Have you guys seen um, the TV show Eastbound and Down?
0: Mm-mm.
2: No, I don't. I don't believe. Oh my
1: god! Come on, you guys. All right. So Kenny Rogers in in that show, uh, he's a nationalist. He's he inherently believes that America is better than all other countries, and. Whatever we do is correct because we're the best.
2: So it's like justified. Justification. He's using it as a justification for right. the act.
1: Right. Right. Um, I don't know. Whereas, like a patriot might be more concerned about how, what actions can we do to make the country a, a better country. I think
0: that's a really good way to put that. So, it, Merriam-Webster defines nationalism as a loyalty or devotion to a nation, a sense of nationalistic consciousness. Exalting one nation above all others and placing primary emphasis on promotion of its cultures and interests as opposed to those of other nations or uh, supranational groups.
2: So almost like Quick. what you were just saying about patriotism, though, like you know how the patriot—it's—it's it's more kind of the actions. It seems like Webster is defining it, saying that it's the thought of why you're doing those actions. Mm-hmm. Like almost like we all kind of got it wrong. Like you know what I'm saying? Like the nationalism is the ideal, the patriotism is the act. Do you know what I'm yeah.
1: Saying? I think that's the, and that's, that's how it makes sense in my brain too.
2: Go, go, wait, really quick. Uh, read it again one more time. Okay. I got to go back to it because I was looking up. Quick
0: correction again. by me. Yeah. I think
1: I said Kenny Rogers. It's Kenny
0: Powers. Oh, dude, I was he's like, so when it, you found said found Kenny, down. when you said Kenny Rogers, I was like, I'm definitely gonna look up this show then. <laughs> Shit, yeah. Yeah, Kenny Powers. Yeah. Uh, so it says a sense of national consciousness, exalting one nation above all others, and placing primary emphasis on promotion of its cultures and interests as opposed to those of other nations.
2: So we have exalting the country, mm-hmm. and we have placing priority on the country's culture. And so when I say I'm a nationalist in America, really what I'm saying is that our culture, which is a mixture of cultures, a mixture of ideals, an ideal of not liking your government, of, of freedom, that exemplifying those in your actions is what why I say I like being a nationalist. I think that the person who's protesting is a nationalist because they're they're doing it under the system they're doing it under their system of government they're, they're out there protesting right and as long as they don't get violent there aren't cops coming and putting them in gulags so they're being nationalists they're doing it for the what they feel as individuals is yeah. the betterment of the see government.
0: and like i i just disagree with that i see that very much as patriotism like when i see when i see a photo of of world war ii era nazi germany and i see a, a group of of men giving to zig heil and I see one lone person sitting down and not participating in that, I see him as the patriot, and I see the rest as the nationalists. That's what I see.
1: That's how
2: I see he, it But is he the patriot? Is patriot an American term? Is he being no, a no. German patriot?
0: He's being a German patriot by, by dissenting against something that he sees as harmful to his country, and he sees the acts that everybody else is participating in as harmful to their country, and those people aren't... They're just kind of going with the flow. They're unquestioningly doing what they feel is in the nation's best interest uh, to the detriment of anything and everything else. Other cultures, other races, other people, well, or to maybe not even knowing that they're screwing up their own country in the process. And,
2: and in the Nazi regime, part of being a nationalist in Germany at the time was to discriminate against other cultures, was to do this. But our culture is accepting of other cultures it's encouraged encouraged. Uh, we're getting there but i don't think we're all the way i'm saying if you look yeah but but you know we can look at we can look at the actions we can look at like what's going on but we what we should be looking at when we're examining this because we have so many independent uh so much independent thought and so many different sides of things is what is the core what is the core document what is what is the declaration of independence saying what are what's what's the con- well actually it'd be more the declaration uh, dec- blah, declaration than the the the, the constitution because the declaration is basically saying you know, we're denouncing you, and we're going to do our own thing, basically, right? It's it, it was it was them declaring independence. So I believe that a nationalist from one country is very different than a nationalist from another. And when I think of nationalists of America, I think of someone who is accepting of those things. We want to incur, you know, we want to grow our culture, and part of that is multiple different cultures. So I think there's a difference between. Do I think that Nazi nationalists are bad? Well, hell yeah. But do I think people who are American nationalists are bad? Absolutely not, because it is almost the the diametric opposition of what the Nazi culture was at that time.
0: You know, and I guess that is almost kind of like it's a you, it's hard to generalize. Yes, because it's it's you can't it's it's difficult to compare a nationalist in America to a nationalist in Germany, except to say that I think that they're on the same course. I think that nationalists, by and large, almost by definition, are going to, they're going to be, like I said, unquestioningly loyal and supportive of the nation's agenda if it's to the detriment of everything and anything but else. The definition and so was, it's almost like an American nationalist is like a German nationalist light.
2: But the, but the definition of nationalism doesn't mention anything about, about that. It mentions being pro your culture. And if our culture is correct, then being a nationalist is good.
0: Who says it? I mean, that's kind of up for grabs if our culture is correct, though.
2: Well, and it's
1: also like an idea of not only that your culture is correct, it's that your culture is better than every other culture, which then inherently if your argument is that, you know, being a nationalist in America is good because we're accepting of other cultures, yet the definition inherently talks about being better than other cultures, then we have a conflict right there. No, we don't.
2: And this is this is why I see how I see this. If I am saying what I'm saying is our culture is better than every other culture. Right. So what you're saying is because you've said that in our culture is inclusive of other cultures, then you're discarding those other cultures. No, those other cultures, the good in those cultures adds to our culture, making our culture superior because our culture includes the good part of all these other cultures.
0: So I think that where you kind of go off track, though, with that is when is accepting that your culture is is the best and you're, by doing that, you're not acknowledging that we're not the best in education, we're not the best in health, we don't have the best levels of happiness, nor do we have the best obesity rates. We're certainly not more cultured. I mean, uh, and I think that this is the lack of culture in America is a consequence of nationalism because we become so isolated and becoming in this, in this seclusionary frame of mind of we're we're so good that it's not going to, it's, it, it does us no good to pay attention or appreciate other cultures. So
2: you, you just said...
0: Uh, what we are best at, though, is consumerism.
2: But when talking about culture, you just mentioned education rates. You mentioned all these things, right? All these things that... And you're saying that... Read the definition of culture.
0: Do I have to look up culture?
2: You're going to have to look up culture. Oh, okay.
0: Hmm. Let's see. The arts and other manifestations of human intellectual achievement regarded collectively...
2: Exactly. So I think that because we are a mosaic of other cultures, then I would say that I win the argument on nationalists, American nationalists saying we are the best because we grab those things from those cultures. We not outside
0: our of our country, though. Like, what's that? W- only the culture that's within our country, though. When, we, when, we, when other people come into our country, we, by and large, expect people to acclimate almost 100% to our way of life. Like There's not really much of an acceptance of people to Uh, Bring their cultures from other places with them.
1: So and also I I, maybe this might help Maybe we are all on the same page Just if I throw out in a hypothetical to you, you can tell me if this is nationalist behavior or not. Yeah, absolutely. So Hispanic person is speaking Spanish and a politician or just a white person says if you want to live in this fucking country you learn our language there's a reason why the
2: founders did not give us a national language. I would say that, that person is not a nationalist that person's an asshole
1: So um, are we talking about the same thing then
0: I? Would say that that person probably has nationalistic ten- tendencies We're in
2: our where but but if you look at our doc our founding document what our culture comes from it strictly says there is no Language so that person is not being a nationalist, that person's an asshole. <laughs> I mean, and we agree. And that's that's kind of what this whole podcast is about, is looking at these terms coming from different angles and different views of life and realizing, because it's true, that we all generally do kind of want the same thing. We all have good intentions. And to look at that person and be like, well, they're a nationalist. Well, no, because that's not what, that's not even what what's in our founding document. As matter of fact, they strictly made sure that there's no national religion, there is no national language, there is no because they wanted a melting pot of culture to create this super culture. This, like for example, I think it's wonderful that I can go to a museum in downtown Fort Collins and look at at Central American art, right? And it's not getting torn down, it's not getting uh, you know protested. It's you see what I'm saying? Like it, we're so accepting, like. Whereas if you go to, I don't know, Russia, which is ha- nationalistic, which for very if, nationalistic, it is nationalistic for their country. But see, I think when you're saying nationalist, you're looking at this great big thing. And when I am, I'm saying, look at the Irish nationalist, look at the the English nationalist, look at the American. nationalist. I think you're also
0: you're also framing your argument to say that the founders were nationalistic. I don't think that we are we are we making that premise that they were nationalists. I think that they were patriots.
2: I think that they were. They were they were the reverse of it, of nationalists because at the time their nation was England, but they formed a government. I'd say that they were nationalists. They were American nationalists. They were the first. So another because question. they felt that their government was better than the, the British government. They felt that this nation that they were creating was better than another culture. So I'd say that that's a nationalistic tendency. They did it to the point where they you know sent their thirteen year old sons and. To die, die. well, actually, at the time, 13-year-olds probably chose to go and die. But you see what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, they're nationalists, but they weren't British nationalists. They were the first American nationalists. So
1: when we we think about a term, it could be any term, but let's think about the term nationalists, what makes the definition, is it the objective? What makes the meaning behind the definition? Is it the objective words that are written on paper that we just looked up in a dictionary, or is it how a culture interprets those words and acts on those words.
0: So context,
1: context. <clears throat> so what is it? Cuz what you're saying to me about nationalism, it doesn't I it doesn't offend me by any stretch of imagination. However, how I interpret nationalism and how I know you know a lot of people interpret nationalism this way is that a nationalist would be the type of person who is being exclusive to others in our country because of the way that our country is currently formed and we don't want anything else to change. So the nationalist would be someone who says, you're in our country, speak our fucking
2: language. Well, see, and that's kind of like going back to the Kaepernick thing. Remember how we were talking about necessarily how to deliver that message and that the, the problem is not necessarily that he's kneeling for the, for but it's, the it's falling what it's, on what it's ears. about. To just look at someone and be like, okay, in the 1940s, nationalism was associated with Nazis. You're a nationalist because you're acting like a Nazi is mm-hmm. wrong. That's the problem that we should be addressing. Let's take back the word. Um, what I'm saying is you're, you're right. In in general, people can can use it basically as a, as a, as a slur. They, they can mm-hmm. say, well, you're just being a nationalist. But if we just read what the definition is, that's not what a nationalist is. And so, it's our obligation as patriots to not use that as a slur. No, what are you? You might be a racist. You might be a I don't know, just a general and generally someone who hates yeah. people of different colors. Who knows? Well, we but can I'm not going to sit down and say, well, it's because you're a nationalist because that's not what nationalism well, is. Instead, we're taking the, the easy way out of associating it with, with that behavior. We you can go back saying? to
0: the Kaepernick thing and because that's where it, it kind of all started was that you said that you felt that Kaepernick was a nationalist and I felt that he was being a patriot. And I th- I think that everybody who's critical of him is being the nationalist. And I, when I see the Kaepernick thing – regardless of the fact that if you think that he's doing it in the right setting in the right context if he's if his message is falling on deaf ears or whatever is regardless it's the fact that let's just say you know this is a guy who amongst a a mass of people he's he's going against the grain and making a statement that's contrary to what how a lot of people think he should be uh, handling the situation so in that regard like I see him in the same way to a lesser, to a much less severe degree as the person who chooses not to participate in standing for a Korean anthem or a throwing a Zig Heil. Of course, that's not as severe as not standing for the national anthem. That's, you know, but it's to me, he's making a statement by Exercising the rights that were granted to him by the from the founders, the
2: rights that make up our culture. He's so how is that exercising our culture by protesting? He is a nationalist, like you just said. It that
0: the nationalists though are conde- are demonizing him and condemning him as being a detriment to the country for doing what he's doing.
2: But I don't see those people as nationalists. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Uh-huh. So the nationalism involves someone who who believes in expressing and keeping the culture right well what is our culture but our I don't culture's... think so I
1: don't I think nationalists are people who believe that their culture is better than yeah, well I mean, they if, want to
0: if, keep it confined to what it is and not let outside influences in yeah.
1: Colin Kaepernick is a threat to our culture no he's right, He's yeah. not oh he, totally
0: I mean you asked I, you asked I believe
2: okay <laughs> I believe that he wants change in the culture but he wants change in the American culture because he feels that's not what the American culture should be and it's not There should not be racism in American culture. See what I'm saying? There should not be um, uh, bigotry of cops for African-American children that live in the suburbs. That's American culture. He st- he is kneeling and using our culture, which is the culture. American culture and is to
1: not want racism, but also blindly allow racism to continue to happen for centuries. And that's, that's American culture. Yeah, and that's. I mean, <laughs> I think
0: along with that, that's something that nobody wants to admit that it happens, but it, it get it seeps in. It's it's like a toxic thing that happens anyway, and it becomes part of the culture. So, I mean, you got to take the good parts of the culture along with the bad, like you know. So, and I. When when we go back to this definition of doing what is right in the name of the betterment of the country, I think that that's where a, a lot of people get you know uh, maybe would look at something like a foreign war that we've been engaged in you know conflicts since I've been in high school you know half my life now, and it's done in the name of nationalism. Like we're going to we're going to do what's best for our country, and do it under the banner of the flag and to help with everybody else. Like, I came across this really interesting meme that says, when others do it, it's terrorism. When Americans do it, it's national defense. When others do it, it's war crime. When Americans do it, it's collateral damage. When others do it, it's imperialism. When Americans do it, it's global defense of freedom. And I think that that's a really, that illustrates how we can pass off what we're doing as moral and, and just because it's the, for the betterment of our country in the, you know, um, it, as far as our, our own hands can extend we're not really concerned of how that affects what's outside of our borders mm-hmm. and our coasts. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is nationalism is we're going to go and decimate and fuck up a bunch of civilians and countries abroad as long as it's, you know, as long as, as, as we're comfortable here in the
2: meantime. So, and here's what I'm saying. I'm not disagreeing with you on any of those points and we can have a discussion about some of those probably in later podcasts. But what I'm saying is that our culture is about anti-government. The entire... Or sm- not anti-government, but small government. As is is, is minimal amount of government as, y- as we need in order to ensure our rights. That's it. But
1: even then, can you say that anymore? I mean, that's a, what it should... What's what I'm not... It, in exactly, in theory. And, and here's
0: what I'm saying in, is... Are you saying in theory? Like... In th-
2: In theory, yeah, can you even say say that anymore? And here's what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying
0: in theory, it's it ought to be that, but is that practical? Is is that what you're saying? No,
1: No, I'm just saying, is that even what what people want? Like, like as like a culture, like I know what you're saying. That's how it started, and that's where a lot of people today are are wanting to go back. Wanting to go back to, but also as a culture, we need to accept the fact that there is a very large population out there. You could argue half of which that want a large government, and they make up part of american culture yeah so that's that's where
0: it's getting really watered down here's the other thing too: there's not a a, across the board consensus of what culture is
2: but we're exactly we're a culture of dissidents so when our government gets too big and goes and does these wars and does these acts of violence it's in american culture it is nationalist to say that's the government that's wrong yeah so i would agree Yeah, like I think to to a certain extent. Yeah, because you're saying you're not being American. You just said it. Well, that's what we're supposed to be. That's not American. You're right. It's not. Would you say nationalist? Would
0: you say that the idea or the concept or the definition of of nationalism has been distorted? Then
2: I think so. What about you? That's one of those those buzzwords that I feel like we have this. Like I think you, Nick. I think you summed it up the best. You're like, and it's kind of like what I was saying about how we all kind of have this general thing that we're working for. Is that, um, just a minute. I had a brain fart. Um, you know, when when they go and they they do these things, you, you said, well, there's some people that, that still want that. And you're right. That's where it's from. Is that the problem? And I think it is. I think that, that the problem is that some people will look at the government going and doing these things and be like, well, that's America. And then I think people who are actually American nationalists say, that's not America. That's not what we're supposed to be. About. So
0: you had said a little bit ago, like,
2: and they're both, maybe, maybe they're both nationalists because the, our definitions of our country, because our country is a country of culture of rebellion, maybe they're both nationalists.
0: <clears throat> you, but, had made, you had made the point a little bit ago that um, American nationalism is different or it's a different, uh, it's of a lesser degree than like German nationalism or Russian nas- nationalism or North Korean nationalism. But can't you also say that, that once you head down that road though, that it could be a slippery slope, and you start heading down that path of extreme nationalism, and you're going to end up in the in the same situation as a Russia or a China or a I don't war, I don't North feel Korea. like na-
2: extreme nationalism is what leads to that. I believe that um, the wrong because I think we're going down that road. That our nationalism prevents from happening is what leads down that road. So I. I well, don't get me wrong, someone who's sitting there and they're saluting Mao, they're a Chinese nationalist, right? They're, or in general, right? We can we're using broad terms here because who knows, maybe these people are forced to do it, right? But that or we'll go with we'll go with we'll go with Hitler. Anyway, they're they're saluting you they know, they're saluting Hitler, right? They are a German nationalist. Well, what does that mean when you're in Germany versus when you're an American nationalist? It, you have to look, it's all you're doing, nationalism to me, is extreme belief in your country. Well, we have multiple countries with multiple beliefs. So if you have a country that is all about, let's just say, uh, charity and uh, peace, uh, like Tibet or something like that, is a Tibetan nationalist a bad person? I no, mean, we,
0: but we, they we, also, they value different things than we do. Exactly. We, we certainly don't value charity and peace. Exactly. We, they, we, we'd they, like to say we do, do, but we don't. They value something
2: different. Every country values something different. I happen to believe that what America values is the best values of all the countries. So one one issue
1: though with this argument that we keep talking about with Germany and, and Hitler I hate is doing that. we're like we're assuming that part of being a nationalist in Germany was always about like you know, that's a good world. Point. Domination. It became the, yeah. like, it was yes. I, I, no, I just did what I said. I don't I, like it when people do here. Right. Exactly. And, and, I like where you go. It's going easy to fall into. So yeah. it's like, it wasn't being in Germany. What I don't know what it was like being in Germany, but obviously it wasn't always evil. It wasn't always evil, right. but it because of this nationalistic behavior and, and this, this mindset, it became a very bad thing. Right. And I think that's the the danger part. Right. Of that's a really
0: good point. And that's, that's, I guess the point I was trying to make is like, you you have a, a mindset of nationalism and it can be a good thing at the moment but you get people so like spun up in this blind loyalty is what i think it is where eventually you get the wrong people in place the wrong leadership and people are already primed to think a certain way and and follow a certain directive if the wrong people get in place they're going to be uh, led astray I, and you
2: 100 percent agree with you and so here's here's what i'm saying is that's why I, for example, our country has checks and balances. That's why I remember how we were, we were just talking when the camera's off about the gridlock our country's in one way or another, right? We have these checks and balances in order to keep those type of policies, that type of culture at bay so that nationalism doesn't, like the, the negative view of nationalism doesn't take over, that the nationalistic view is always the we're working for the positive. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously we're all human and we all have free will and we all have freedom. And there are bad people in the world. Can we all agree on that? There, there are people mm-hmm. who are bad people in the world. Well, We have to live with those people within our culture as well. So our system of checks and balances, our values of rebelling against oppressive governments, of doing those kind of things is what keeps us on the straight and narrow. It's, it's those documents. It's those writings. It's those philosophies that prevent us from falling down the slippery slope. They're, they're, they're the, what are those that, that mountain climbers use? Yeah,
0: birds? I just, I don't think we're doing a very good job of it right now. I think we're going yeah. down that slippery slope. And uh, so there was a. You, are you guys familiar with George Orwell? He mm-hmm. yeah. wrote 1984 and Animal Farm. Mm-hmm. So he wrote. He gosh, like he was creepily, eerily, um,
2: accurate,
0: accurate. Uh, what's the word? I'm like uh, forward thinking. It's not the word, I'm, but yeah. So he wrote a book called Notes on Nationalism, and he came from uh, these countries that were very oppressive, and and it was done in the name of nationalism. And so that's where he kind of. He he wrote these these tales of of warning of caution of what to look out for in the future and that's why 1984 seems so relevant now and Animal Farm seems so relevant now. So he says he says within the framework Orwell lists three principal characteristics of nationalistic thought and if you'll allow me I'll read through these three real quick. Go for it. So the first one is obsession, as nearly as possible. No nationalist ever thinks, talks, or writes about anything except the superiority of his own power unit. His special mission is to prove that his chosen nation is in all respects better than its rivals. Therefore, even the outer limits of plausibility, any question may be traced back to this central issue. No detail is indifferent. No fact is neutral. And there's one thing that I always come back to when I read 1984 and as well as the film that came out in 1984, he wrote all. He wrote 1984 and 1948 to kind of just give you an idea of where he was coming from at that time. But there's a big part of of that story is this thing called. Uh, everybody has to participate in this this event for like um, five minutes a day, where they all sit in a in a movie theater, and it's called five minutes of hate. And they show on a screen. They show a rival country being bombed and decimated and raped and pillaged by their country. And they just sit there and they yell and they scream and they hoot and they holler and they get all like excited, and whipped up into a frenzy. And it's like, yeah, fuck them. We're awesome. We're so great. We're so cool. We're so much better than them. And I see that premonition that he had was of 24 hour news of where we're at now. Yeah. I was hoping you were. Yeah. And what's interesting. What's also interesting about that is that, um, the nation that they were always fighting, they their nation was called Oceana. Mm-hmm. Nobody in that country ever left the country because they weren't allowed to. It was an island they weren't allowed to leave. It and was a
2: Batman story based off that. And
0: the, uh, the, uh, the nations that they were fighting, they had to just assume that these were real nations. They weren't. They were made up. The government made up all the stories of, of wars and fighting overseas. And there was a, another country, I can't even remember what it was called, that they were fighting against that was a false country. And everybody was just led to believe this. But that gave them this sense of nationalistic pride that they were just fucking tearing, tearing shit up in another country. And that, I think, is the road that you go down. And I think that that's the road that we've been going down since 9-11, going to other countries. And you see people who are, are to a fault, supportive of what we're doing in other countries just in the name of our country, not really even paying any credence to... to to any of the da- the collateral damage that we might be causing, kind of like that that meme that I read a little bit ago. Uh, so that's that's the first one. Instability is the second one. The content of a nationalist nas- nationalist's beliefs and even the object of his devotion is liable to change as circumstances do. What remains constant in the nationalist is his own state of mind: the relentless, reductive, uncompromising fervor. The point is to keep oneself away in a frenzied state concerning vicarious concepts of honor, whether indulging in spasms of rage over perceived insults or in sadistic ecstasies ecstasies. I can't speak right now. Celebrating some new triumph. It is the single-minded intensity that matters, not the uh, ostensible cause. So again, it's just this this, uh, you know, that makes me think about when I was at CSU, I was uh, talking to this guy in the gym. He was a former Marine, and he said that he had done three tours in Iraq. And every single day, they were sitting at lunch, and on the TV screen, it was always, every single TV screen was Glenn Beck, Sean Hannity, whomever was the talking head on Fox News that day. And the way that he described it sounded almost precisely like that five minutes of hate that I was just talking about, where they they are almost mindlessly just... Um, uh, psyching everybody out over just this almost machismo of this thrill of taking, you know, of not even knowing necessarily what cause they're fighting for, but just the excitement of doing it in the name of your country, you know, and, and I think that that's what he's speaking to
2: here. Uh, so I would say this on the first one, right? It's it's said in the first one that these people were forced to sit in these theaters and and View, well, in, in the,
0: the fictional film, yeah. Right. So, like, book.
2: I feel like on the second one and in the first one, if you read it with the idea of when he's saying the nationalist does, think of it as, for example, we just read that a nationalist believes in the culture, right? So reread that believing that there's free will, individual liberties... And respect for your fellow man. If you read that out, go I, and- I
0: understand what you're saying, but I also think about what Nick said, where the path that you go down. And I think that that uh, like the comparison that he made with with Nazi Germany, Nazi Germany did, wasn't always Nazi Germany, but they le- were led down that path through small incremental steps. And when I see something like all the 24 hour news channels to include CNN and MSNBC, which separates people, divides people, polarizes people, makes everybody in this country hate everybody else who doesn't think and act and look exactly like them. I think that that's right now we're at the point, yes, of us being in a, a position of free will to watch these things, but it's all it's we watch them with almost an addictive nature of we 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 can't miss the the uh, the soap opera, and that's what it's it's like every day is a soap opera to to see what the new you know, what's the new dirt on Kavanaugh? What's like what's the new thing? What what do I need to get pissed off about? What do I need to what do I need to get upset about? And it the narrative is structured like a like a trashy, you know, Jerry Springer episode or or a or a or a soap opera. And so people get hooked in that way. So maybe he's you know, by saying people were forced to sit in this room and watch this propaganda, he's exaggerating that point. But that's that's I think that's pretty damn close to where we're at right now. People are doing it of their free volition, but they they do it, they do it, and they do it freely. And they're they're all fucking warped and miserable and wretched, liberal and conservative on both sides. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know, um, you got the the anti-Trumpers with Trump Trump derangement syndrome, and you have the pro-Trumpers. You know, talking about he you know, can do no wrong, uh, how he yeah. can, you know, what I'm saying, and that oh they're they're beating up on him, and th- there is a mid- there's obviously a middle ground, and it seems like. It seems like programs have to be more what's the word I want to use? Not glamorous.
0: It's it's infotainment is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, and that's it's
2: it's, it's it's WWE wrestling. Well, like I I've, I've said
0: I've said countless times up to this point like it, it all started with 24-hour news because when you have a 24-hour time slot to fill, if there's a slow news day, you're going to find some way to fill that 24-hour news. So you're going to ex- you're going to unnecessarily expand upon issues, you're going to um, exaggerate upon them, you're going to blow them out of
2: proportion. you do your bias, like like I noticed uh, there was this uh, 11-year-old girl that was raped in New York by an illegal immigrant, and Fox would not shut the hell up yeah. about this. But CNN, MSNBC never even mentioned it. And so it's like almost instead of being like, you got to remember it's, it's one thing, and it's, it's a buzz topic. It's illegal immigration, right? And it makes me sick to my stomach that both of them it makes me sick to my stomach that Fox News is going and saying, see, this is what an, Ill- an illegal immigrant can do. And the, I guess, you know, he'd been arrested already twice and back in the country and all that stuff. But what they're doing is they're... they're, they're Instead of it, instead of the news just being, hey, this happened, it's an illegal immigrant did this and blah, 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 and now we need to have a border wall, and now yeah. we need to have this. Whereas then you have the other extreme, you have like CNN and MSNBC who's like, well, we're not even going to cover that because, you know, he's an illegal immigrant. You see what I'm saying? Like, to me, that that's fake news right is, is is being selective in your news and and news should just be information to the person yeah. this happened on this date by this person to this person well and i was what I do w- we know nothing because we've not had I a was trial dis- by jury i was discussing
0: this something similar about this whole Kavanaugh thing like i pretty much just elect to it's not that i'm burying my my set my head in the sand necessarily but it's like i'm so burned out on all like this the like just noise that I just choose to kind of just well, if it's important enough, I'll find it. It'll catch It'll my eye. It'll come to me. So like several weeks ago, I was just like I would heard Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know what he was doing. I didn't know anything about him. I just kept hearing in the background his name over and over and over. And so I talked to somebody and I said, "Who's Kavanaugh?" Like I, I keep hearing his name, and I hear you know, oh well, he's uh, you know he's he's being appointed as a Supreme Court justice, and apparently. You know, when he was he was younger, he sexually assaulted a girl and that's like, okay. that's all I needed to know. Like, I have the information now. This guy is running or he's going to be he's trying to be appointed a Supreme Court justice and he sexually assaulted a woman. Like, what else do I need to know beyond that? Do I need days and days and days and days of editorializing this subject and and going back and forth about it?
2: Like. And, and and I'm 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 pro Kavanaugh, and actually I was hoping for a different justice to be honest. But the reason why I'm pro Kavanaugh is because there was no evidence that he had, in in all aspects. Yeah, there was I mean, one well, person's word against his, and that's what the story was. The story wasn't, and it's funny because you, you never saw. Well, what were his old rulings on? Right, like what kind of judge was he when he was on the? Did does anyone know any single case? Involving anything that when he was in the 11th I mean, district it, that he talked about.
0: This is that's a that's a completely separate discussion, and I guess the only point I was making as far as like oversaturation of shit in the news is it was like I don't need I don't need all these you know like I said hours upon hours of commentary on this to tell me all you know all the different ways that I I should feel about this you know, you know
2: mm-hmm. so. Uh- so, go ahead, Nick. Do you have something to say? Oh, no. Uh, I just okay. Said, yeah. okay, I thought you were, gu- you were looking to say something. Um. So this is what I will say, like, for example, how I dealt with the Kavanaugh thing, right? I knew there was an appointment coming up. I, I knew Trump picked Kavanaugh. I turned off the news and went about playing my video games until it came to the, the first vote for Kavanaugh. And then I watched that and just looked at how people voted. And then I turned it back off because now it's all just like you were saying. It's white noise. So then they say, okay, well, this this gal is going to come in and give her side and Kevin is going to give his side. I turned off the news because I didn't want to hear anything ahead of time. I wanted to see it for myself. So I watched it and then I turned off the news for four days because they're all just going to give their opinion on it and their spin on it. Yeah. I just want the facts. I want to see what does she have to say? What does he have to say? And form my own opinion. So the I la- think, Sorry, go ahead. Well, Nick. I was just going to say like in
1: this case too, <clears throat> it was more than just about whether or not we're going to appoint this guy. It was like... For, for some people in the country, they were legitimately interested in a cultural shift. And they were trying to use... And people were using this to to gauge if we have seen a cultural shift or if we haven't. I think... So for a lot of people, I think in this particular case, it meant a lot more than just like who is going to be, you know, the the, the justice. It was like... It's not about his policies. We should know about his policies. I completely agree, but I think it was the fact that there were there were a lot of people who have been working really really hard for better for worse, you know, to to kind of change the culture of of politics and change the culture of you know like the Me Too, not change the Me Too movement, but using the Me Too movement. To, bringing to, awareness to, to bring awareness write. and to see is, is this really all this work that we've been doing? Is yeah. it actually going to amount to the change that think we that's,
0: think that's a noble cause? Yeah, yeah so no, was, I absolutely agree too It then. was
1: like they were watching it so intently because they wanted to see like, okay We've done years of really hard work on this and we think we're starting to change attitudes and beliefs around this issue um, And here we have this case study right now. Mm-hmm. It's happening right before our eyes let's see like did we get where we wanted to to go so i think it just in, i just wanted to throw that out no, there no, so totally. like because I, I agree that like yeah we should know it's bad that we don't know anything about this guy beyond this situation and right? they
2: had a month to start telling us about but him. i also
1: think it's it's important dare i say patriotic for the people who truly believe that this happened um to stand up and fight and say hey this happened and that's not okay and absolutely so. like
2: and, and so like And see, what I like about you, Nick, is you said the people who believe this. Mm -hmm. So to me, on the other side, or actually on the same side, like I am totally in support of the Me Too movement. Like I think it's a great thing that if someone has been victimized of sexual assault, I hope that they learn that they can come forward, go to the authorities immediately, do all these things like you deserve justice. But we also have to do a cultural check on this. Mm -hmm. Can I come to you... After Chance leaves this room and say that you tried to grab my crotch.
0: Is it, he tried it, to he, grab his crotch? Yeah. yeah. Dude, he
2: tried to grab my cro- I just, crotch. I just, I want to bring it back I, to. I, I, what, I'm, no, what I'm saying <laughs> is, is our culture. Talking. He's right, though. It's something yeah. important in our culture. Any decent human being that you talk to and you talk to about the. Before it was extremely politicized, but the meaning of the Me Too movement, every I believe decent human being would be behind that. Absolutely, that's extremely important in our culture, right? Um, But we also have to keep in check how far does this go? Do we believe all women? Should we believe all women? Now, there's been seven major national cases in the last two years of men who were accused and they're yeah, I know, I was online and they were found innocent, but should we believe downright? all women where does i know do where i know
0: this is? is a great conversation this should probably be an entire episode, episode but like yeah. i just i really don't want to get too far astray okay. yeah like that's cool. and but i am not trying to blow off what no, you're no, no, saying no. but same thing know.
2: culture check a culture check on the other sure. side as well yeah
0: and yeah, and I'm not trying to blow it off and I'm not like, I just want to, I, I kind of, I just want to f- focus on this and wrap it up. But yeah, okay. but the third, the third point I want to get to, or the third point that he makes is an indifference to reality. It says nationalists achieve by instinct, the kind of doublethink that denizens of airstrip one cultivated by conscious effort quote, nationalism is power hunger tempered by self-deception Every nationalist is capable of the most flagrant dishonesty, but he also, since he is conscious of serving something bigger than himself, unshakably certain of being in the right. His fundamental belief, he feels sure, must be true, therefore the facts will have to be made to fit it. So that is called confirmation bias. And there's a shit ton of that that goes on now. And again, that happens on the left and the right, that everywhere in between people see, like, because we have the internet and we have so much information at our fingertips, it's so easy to go to I'mRight.com and right. to find your own set of, right. facts, set and, of facts and facts that fit your opinion. And again, like, how was he able to foresee this? Like, how was he so forward-thinking that he 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 knew that this was going? I mean, like,
2: because he lived through the extreme end of it. Yeah,
0: I know. And I'm just saying, like, he didn't have access. He didn't, you know, he didn't foresee necessarily that the internet was going to exist, but he. He was he pre he made a premonition of of people uh conforming or finding information that, that fit their narrative so well. And like now is like the the biggest example of that today. We see it so often.
1: Yeah. But and I think it's it's just it's so widespread at this point. And it, it goes into people people have like they truly believe that they're doing research. And like I take I take like you know nine eleven truthers for example. Not that they're right, not that they're wrong, but just the the idea of nine eleven and the truth movement. So I have lots of friends who or post conspiracy theorists, can, yeah, conspiracy theorists. Yeah. I I have lots of friends who post things on on Facebook. It'll be a meme about how like you know there's no way that metal could have melted at this temperature and all this stuff like that. All I had to do was just Google that, and I read another article about who's written by an engineer. Written, who
2: has said actually yeah, yeah it it's actually so, how you bend it so it's like so I'm just saying like no I, I dude I agree with you 100% like and it's what? on both sides and when yeah. someone comes up with an argument and that's why I was trying to be like let's look at the definition let's let's take this down out of the culture and look at just the facts and get it as scientific as possible because I, I had the same thing I was dating a girl whose father was a 9-11 three, and it's like you can't you can't you can't you can't bend steel with fire and mm. I was at school at the University of Wyoming for architecture at the time and I was like Actually, that's how you do it. (laughs) That's how you do it. (laughs) So it's like,
1: and I'm just saying it goes both ways. If I saw, if, if, if I posted a meme about why 9 11 did happen or it wasn't an inside job, someone could Google. And try to like you know, and they'll yeah. tell them that's stupid Well, can't I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's
0: it's you, a you, business, right? Like conspiracy theories is big business right now, yeah. and it's because of stuff like this. Like you can find anything to support any aud- audacious claim anywhere. Hey, man, they're and, turning the frogs gay. Okay, yeah. I saw oh, that shit. on the internet. Yeah. And it's it's the lizard Illuminati and, Right, and the world is yeah. flat and there's a dome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh the
2: flat, flat earth. Oh, I know man. I know a couple <laughs> flat earthers we should dig into big, this sometime. There's a big
1: flat earth society yeah. in Fort Collins. Yes, there are, what yes, what's
0: yes. disturbing about the whole conspiracy thing conspiracy theory thing to me is that it's such a a, a huge example of like a, a lack of value of education in this yeah. country. You okay. know, like, it's, it's, it's so ag- fucking dumb. It's just
1: acknowledging, it's like saying, I don't believe in science. Yeah, when people yeah. say that, that bothers me so much because I'm like, do you believe in gravity? They're like, what? Stuff like, just falls. Yeah, like, like you <laughs> can't just, just say, like, I don't believe in science. So you don't believe in any modern medicine yeah, then? you or must how-
2: believe, like, Like I'm sorry, but the spiritual lost the well lost the war in the early 90s. Like you are, we are a country of science. Like it's just that simple. And I'm not saying you can't pick and choose your science. Yeah, exactly. Like, Like, Like
1: there is a scientific method, and you either believe in that scientific method as being a valid way to to find logic, or you don't believe in that scientific find truth, method. really. Yeah. And like I'm not saying all science is good science. Far from it, yeah, actually. Right. There's lots of really, really bad science out there. Absolutely. But there's also some really, really good science out there, yeah. and it takes someone who's trained in understanding science to be able to differentiate and say that, yes, this is valid science, or no, this is not valid science. It doesn't just take a schmuck who doesn't know anything about science.
2: Steel can, or yeah. steel doesn't melt. And, and that's really the thing is, is As individuals, we should, and I think it would be even almost an American nationalistic thing, to be well-informed. And not informed by just Googling 9-11 conspiracy. Oh, steel kit right, right. not but But literally, use your mind and use the resources that we have as a nation. We don't have the firewall of China, okay? Mm-hmm. We can Google and go wherever we want, okay? Yeah. Go and, and literally... Take things apart and don't just trust the first thing you, you you cite. Go and look at it and be a critical thinker. And talk to experts too. And that's yeah. patriotic.
0: I'm gonna say that. And that's patriotic. That's sorry, that. we
2: keep going like we're we're
1: chance. You're <laughs> like right. bring it the fuck back. <laughs> yeah, and we're like no, it's good conversation like, though. I said now. that it's. I think it's.
2: It's good conversation. We are a free thinking people, and that's national American nationalism to me. No, like, that's like. Uh, to I me, mean, American I brought up the... It's not like oh, we're in a war. So and it because we have the American flag on those planes, American nationalism is saying. Is, is questioning it, is saying, as a country, should we be doing this? I
0: do, well, and I, I hope that we get back to that definition in this country one day. I just don't think that that's, that's where we're at right now. I think that we're kind of astray from the definition that you see nationalism as.
2: I You know, and it's funny because I'm, I'm more libertarian, conservative, but I feel like I know a lot more people who would identify as liberal that act in my belief of what nationalism is, of like, because we're America, we should not be doing this. Because because I love this country, because I love what this country stands for, we should not be doing that, yeah, and to right. me, that's a nationalist. You know, that's a nationalist, yeah. and then when they do actions, like when they go and do walks or protests or do a blog, that's patriotism. That's the, the where, we're, where we're mincing definitions. I just,
0: where I see us going, and I'm going to make a Star Wars uh, analogy, because you know we're Star Wars, n- not Nick, but... Sorry, Nick, um, I've seen them. <laughs> if he hasn't read <laughs> books, he not understand so like I see the empire as nationalistic and maybe that's a, again a distortion of nationalism but I see it as they they see what they're doing as is for the betterment of their empire for the betterment of the the entire yeah, galaxy and they're yeah they they everybody's rallying behind that and they're completely de- discarding the the harm that's being caused in the galaxy which the rebels are trying to to fight against, mm-hmm. and it's like, who are the rebels? Then are the rebels terrorists, and and the empire, are the nationalists?
2: Any any person, any any body that, yes, the rebels are terrorists. All yeah, exactly. Terrorists. The American the American Revolutionary troops were guerrilla fighting terrorists, and that's like, that's that's what they were. Now that that's because we put terrorism because we're brainwashed that terrorism. It's it's a contextual. Th- For example, the IRA, are they terrorists? Who's ask a, someone from Ireland. Is Irish... Ask someone from Ireland and ask someone from from. That's London. like
0: Irish mafia, right?
2: No, they're the they're, they're the resistance. Oh, okay. That's still around. Oh, fuck. I and should what, cut. I'm gonna what cut I'm that out. i, I so have, a, like I have a friend uh, who's from Nottingham. He likes to talk like Anyway, and his mom says the IRA are terrorists. And what's funny is his dad says no, they're an oppressed people, and they're both from Nottingham. So who
0: are they? Nationalists.
2: They're nationalists for sure.
0: Okay, to them they are, but to everybody else they're terrorists.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I was saying is, so being that they're a nationalist and they are they can be conceived as terrorists, I'm an American nationalist, and I have my definitions of what is terrorism, what is not.
0: All right, do you guys have any parting thoughts?
2: Beer? I like beer. we Are going to go do a beer? I drink? would really like to go
0: <laughs> see uh, Halloween, actually.
2: Okay, I think we should throw a comic book at this guy. <laughs>
0: well, you're in closest reach over there. Great. All right, Watch so talk, give an thank <laughs> you, Eli and Nick, very much. That was a great Thanks, conversation. James. And uh, again, uh, check us out, punk-journalism.com, facebook.com slash punkjournalism, twitter.com slash punkjournalism.
2: good. That was good. That was good. I, that was was good. Good about that. I like our personality <laughs> matches because you're a lot more laid back and like, here's a topic. Here's a topic we should be talking about. And I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. And chance is like, well actually Eli, blah, blah, blah. So it worked no, that I that's very, very well. That's what I'm
0: going for is trying to have discussions that aren't
2: fighting and yelling.
1: Yeah, an actual like critical yeah, analysis. thinking kind
2: of like and, and don't get me wrong, like I'm not the most I don't have a degree in in the constitution, right? I'm not a, a logic. Who does? I, I'm a software <laughs> engineer. I have a degree in logic. So anytime I'm presented with something, I have to go get the logical yeah. facts. Um, oh. and that, that was my thing. Like that was my.